Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, and then loop up The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're going Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. This is Mrs. Adam. And this is Mr. Adam. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah. Hi. So we admittedly were going to have one topic this evening, but then we had a request from a listener, so we decided to change the topic. Yes. Like, wow. (laughs) Call it improv. Exactly. Exactly. We plan for one thing, we do something else. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um... Do you want to tell the pendulum story first, though? Oh, yeah. Let me... I actually... I admittedly thought you had it up. Um, so, remind people... Yep. So, uh, the last episode, we talked about the pendulum party that we had at our secret spot. And we asked listeners if they had any favorite memories or stories or anything that they wanted to share from their experience at the pendulum party. We asked them to please write in, tell us... Let us know so we could share them with everyone. And we had one fantastic listener who did write in a story, and it's a great one. I love it. Okay, so I'm going uh, to jump to, to the good parts. Um, wow, what a great party. I've said it before, but I've said it again. Thank you for putting yourselves out there and bringing this into being. You asked about best memories from the party. Gosh, too many to list, but one does stick out. My partner and I were both fingering a lady of pierced nipples. She was kneeling up. I was laying on my back under a pile of people, including my partner. We were going for a while, and suddenly the young lady yells out urgently, Someone get me a towel! Someone passes her a towel, which they proceed to stuff between her knees. And maybe 20 seconds later, sploosh. The towel is soaked. I'm soaked up to the elbow. And I think the bed might have caught some, too. And then there's about 10 or 15 of the little splashy <laughs> emoticons. <laughs> so, yeah, that, um, that, that was the message that was sent to us. It. It's, so we were in the room at that point. Yes. But we were on the other side of the, the big king beds up in the orgy room. And I remember hearing her say, somebody get me a towel. Yeah. Somebody jumping up and getting a towel and handing it to her, but I was oblivious to whatever else was happening because we were in our own little world. Yeah. So it's awesome to know the context around that. And, <laughs> it, it was funny because yeah. uh, you're right. I remember hearing it, and it was like one of those urgents, for the love of God, somebody <laughs> yeah. give me a towel. <laughs> uh, it was great, yeah. That's awesome. So, so yeah. yes, thank you for uh, sending in that memory. Yeah, that was a, that was a good it's one, a and it's one. also nice to get context to, the, <laughs> to, that, to that scream. So uh, yeah. thanks a lot. We definitely appreciate that. Um, so like she said, we were going to start with, with one subject matter. And then basically at the, at the last second, um, someone messaged us, messaged us on kick, um, and said, you know, we'd like to have a summary of icebreaker games that we can play. Um, so what what we're going to do tonight is talk about some of the some of the games that you can play either in house parties or even at swingers clubs or even if you just have um, one or two other couples over to your to your place and some of our experiences with them and then just yeah so uh, I will say as a uh, disclaimer um, many of these that will list were written by us for black label. Um, uh, Penthouse Black Label Magazine. Uh, it was in last November's issue, mm-hmm. 2016. Uh, so I've got that. 
article in front of me. So if it sounds like I'm reading, it's to remind <laughs> myself of these games that we wrote down. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of these are games that we've played, like Mr. Adam said, either with other couples or at a club. Because um, there's, you know, a whole variety of what you can do depending on how intimate you are and, and what your taste is. So we'll just kind of start going through and talk about some scenarios and our experiences. And I think a good one to start with is one that we've already covered very recently on the podcast, which is the Naughty Jenga. That was so much fun. It's And it's simple yeah. to do. Look, you, if you want to make your own Naughty Jenga, you go buy a, a cheap version of Jenga. And what's funny is anymore you can get a version of Jenga for $10. Bucks. Um, and you take your Sharpie and you write on each little uh, wooden dowel, you write something. Um, either take a shot or remove an item of clothing or kiss the person to your left or, you know, grope the person to your right or, you know, and it can be as, as, as vanilla or as, as chocolate swirl as you want. Yeah. Um, I would suggest either you probably don't have room to write it on there, but at least making a house rule for some actions, putting a time limit on them. And I know we mentioned this last time because some, you know, one of them was, you know, give whoever a blowjob, yeah. a person to your left or your partner or somebody, a blowjob. But I still think, and this just comes from another game that we'll talk about later, where they do have time limits on the actions, and it actually really kind of adds to that buildup. Yes. And I didn't think I would like having the time limits, but I actually really do. So I think it, yeah, well, it's I, a really good thing. I think the way to do that is you, you play, you're going to play multiple rounds of Jenga. So right. the first exactly. round is 15, each action is 15 seconds. The second round maybe is 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. The third round is a minute. And so each time you, you end up uh, doubling it. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, at some point it, you're going to have five minutes of oral. And, it's and gonna you be, just give up on the game and you go yeah, play. It's going to be fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I think I think Naughty Jenga is a is a wonderful game. Uh, I would highly recommend it, and it's easy to make at home. Yeah. Um, so you know, there's always those go to standards like uh, strip poker, and I know we've had a couple of couples who have suggested strip poker, and I'm gonna start with the. I'm not a big person on playing games as an icebreaker. It mm-hmm. it has to be either a really really fun game because, you know. You and I are both very competitive. Mm-hmm. We we play to win, yep. and icebreaker games. <laughs> you don't play an icebreaker game to win. Let's just, let's just put it that way. Um, so I think that's step number one: is if you're going to play an icebreaker game, go into it with the right mindset. Winning doesn't matter. Yes, yes. The goal is everyone wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, and, and I've seen both of us go into games, and it's just like it's not fun because mm-hmm. you know you're playing to win, and you're not playing to break the ice. Right. Um, so typically I don't like icebreaker games. I like, like, like the naughty Jenga was great, but we also knew some of the people in that, yeah. in that group. And so it wasn't an icebreaker. It's a, and it was also instigator. It was also a big group of people who I would say got along very well. They just kind of all clicked from the beginning and, you know, not knowing each other beforehand that that's pretty rare. Um, but going back to the strip poker, it also depends in something like that as to how quickly you want things to progress. An alternative to strip poker that moves a little faster is something like blackjack. Yes. You could do strip blackjack, and it moves a lot faster than poker. Yeah, and, and so, it's easier to learn yeah. blackjack than it is poker. Yeah. So there's always alternatives like that that you can do as well. Yeah. Um, so... Beyond those general sort of like strip poker, Django, whatever, mm-hmm. um, one thing you can do is and what we when we wrote about is the dice game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, you you take a, a, a die, um, and then you take a piece of paper, and you label one to six on the piece of paper, and you label a different room. Um, and this could, there's many ways you could do this. You can label a different room uh, where then you roll the die. You again, time limits are I think what really make icebreakers um and admittedly i think this one is probably a bit more for a single couple or maybe a um a threesome um or i guess maybe a, 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 a two couples playing together so mm-hmm. four or less let's say that way um you roll the die the first room comes up you go into that room and you've got three to five minutes to maybe light petting and then each room 
you roll the die again, go to the next room, um, and then it's something else. It's kissing, and then it's stripping, and then it's so you're always escalating the game. So does the die determine the amount of time no. or the action? The, it's the location. Oh, the location. Okay, yes. okay. Sorry, so I you, missed if, that part. If you wanted, you could add another die, and then the mm-hmm. second die would be an action as well. Right. Um, right. So then you get those sort of classic naughty die things, which you know. But I like. Right moving around the house mm-hmm. you know from one room to the next you're in the dining room and and ultimately you don't know where the sex is going to happen um it's not necessarily the bedroom so you could have sex you know finally in the living room or in the kitchen something like that which is also adds to the to the eroticism of mm-hmm. it it's fun um but that's one that you know we've done before with the with the um like one is kiss, two is suck, three is lick, four is yeah. nibble, five is hug, and six is wild card. Um, and then the next die you could label, you know, lips, lips, breasts, genitals, um, ass, feet, and then wild card, yeah. neck. I don't know. Um, and then you roll the two together and you might get, you know, kiss, feet, which. Let's let's hope you can do better than that. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's something that it's, it's a fun it's a fun game to play. It's something easy to do. Yeah. Um, the next one. Yes. What is the next one? Uh, Strangers in the night. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Um, this is a fun one because this is a again this is probably better for just a couple or maybe a couple couples that already sort of know each other. So I guess uh, we've talked about icebreaker games, and I'm already going away from the icebreakers. These are games that I think are are better suited for couples who know one another. But at the same time, while an icebreaker is typically, you know, couples who are... or people who are new to each other and, and not as comfortable, there can be times that you get together with couples that you do know, and it's still who starts that play, how does it start? True. And it can be awkward to start it, even though you know each other and you're comfortable with one another. It can still be how do you make that transition, say, from drinks or dinner or whatever you are doing to play. Well, I'm going to say then this one is completely not any of that. Let, let's let's go back and say because okay. this one is we both would get dressed up, we both go to a bar and then the goal is to pick up the other person. Oh, so okay. that is probably I'm going to say it's not an icebreaker game. It is a um, reheating game. It's it's to to spice up a, an existing relationship. Gotcha. And it can be another couple. So you but you go into that game where both of you know both couples or both people on either side, their goal is to be picked up and or pick up the people that they already know, but you're pretending you don't. Um, so there's something kind of fun, <laughs> sexy about that. Yeah. Um, but. Back to more of a, I'm going to say more of an icebreaker is uh, one that we've done as well, hide and sweet. So take a piece of honey or a bit of honey, stick it somewhere in your body, and uh, your partner or partners have X amount of time in order to find that sweetness. Um, they are only allowed to use their mouth. I mean, I guess you That can, makes it more fun. Yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> it's better That'll get the party started quickly. Are like tapping along, <laughs> looking for the sticky spot. Uh-huh. Um yeah, and I think that one's a that one's a again, it's another kind of fun different um, mm-hmm. game to play. Uh ladies watch out where you put the honey. Some some areas are not as forgiving. That's very true. You don't want yeah. to change any chemistry. No. You can be close, just not Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um so another one for let's say in in group parties or or swingers uh clubs would be uh, blind man's bluff. Uh, one player is blindfolded. Mm-hmm. This is great, and the more people you have, the more fun this is. One player is blindfolded. Um, let's say uh, the gentleman's blindfolded, um, and then all the women line up, and he's not allowed to use his hands, but he has to figure out which one is his partner. Oh, that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. So you're allowed <laughs> to do anything you want with your, again, with your face, mm-hmm. your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to figure out which one's your partner and you only get, you know, 15, 20 seconds with each person. That's actually a pretty long time though. 15 to 20 seconds with one person. Cause there's a few key areas. And that's why I married you. There's a few key areas that I would think would give it away, but who knows? I mean, when you're blindfolded, that can really confuse you. 
That's interesting. Yeah. We'll have to try that. I'm curious. Because we haven't done that no, one. No, we haven't done that one, but that's a, uh, that's one that... Um, it sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny. I came up with that, but it's still... <laughs> we haven't I done like it. that one. Um, so, yeah. Um, and and I, this is also a, would be a great game in, in uh, like at Pendulum. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, let boys, girls intermix. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, another like great game for uh, another uh, great game for large groups. Um, wild cards. Mm-hmm. So you take a deck of cards, shuffle them up really good, put them in the middle of the deck. Um, hearts represent kissing. Uh, diamonds are massage. Um, spades might be I don't know. Whatever you want, something um, um, maybe just physical, some kind of physical contact, etc. You you come up with each um, each suit has a different action play, yeah, yeah. play action that you're going to do, um, and then each person takes turns drawing a card, um, and they always have to do it to the person to the left. So let's say, um, and and it's the value, the suit value of the card is how many seconds you actually do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Turn the four of diamonds. You have to massage the person to your right or left uh, for four seconds. Mm-hmm. Well, we've done this one with uh, a swinger couple friend of ours. They were over here. It's been a little while ago, uh, but we wanted to to try it out and see how it went. And it was pretty funny because at some point, I mean, it's one of those things as you get playing and as you're drinking and just kind of really get into it. You forget what the suits are. Yeah. So, and we hadn't written it down, so we had to keep reminding ourselves <laughs> what each of the suits was supposed to be. And it was like, okay, okay, hey, you know, we have like, say, the nine of hearts. All right, yeah. we finally figured out what hearts is. Now, what was the nine again? What are we supposed <laughs> to do? And it was just a lot of reminding ourselves of what exactly we're supposed what was going to do. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and but it again, was a lot of fun. I glossed over it. It's yeah. hearts are kissing, diamonds are massages, clubs are manual stimulation, and spades uh, is oral. Right. So. Yeah, it was fun, though, when we tried to do it. It was just, at some point, after a few rounds, we had to just really keep reminding ourselves what it was. And and then at some point, like all these icebreaker games, it just doesn't really matter anymore because you just kind of start playing and... Yeah, and it's yeah. it is it's that and that's the goal is, yeah. you know, these games are intended to... Or they're intended to, to get that play started, mm-hmm. you know, get the action started. Um Another one. This is this is one that I think we all did in high school at some point. Uh, suck and blow, where you take a playing card, <laughs> you put it against your lips, and uh-huh. you suck. And then you've got to come over to the next person, and you're trying to pass it to that person to their mouth. Yeah. So you suck, then they suck, then you let stop sucking or you blow, and then the they have the card. They have to try and hold on to the card with their mouth. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um but you have to hold on to the flat part of the card, mm-hmm. not the right. not the easy right. part because it's all done by suction. Did you do that in high school? Uh yeah. I And never... then of course what happens? Somebody who want when you want to kiss somebody, you uh-huh. accidentally let the card drop and then you end up <laughs> kissing. See, I never did that one then. I actually didn't even know this game until you introduced it to me. And then a few months later, I was at a skirt party here in town, and they did it there. And so at that point, I was like, ooh, I know this game now. But until then, I had no idea. That's so funny. I I mean, until you, I had no idea what the game was. Um, Yeah, didn't do that one in high school. We just did like spin the bottle and stuff like that. See, I've never played spin the bottle. Okay. But that would be another great icebreaker we, game we for, did that one for at, a swingers club. I was gonna I mean, say they did that at the skirt club party. It's really great. Days. Any game that you yeah. that you played in high school that was <laughs> just to get you laid is would work for swingers clubs. That's a fair point. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. I can't believe you didn't do spin the bottle. No, but you did the card one. That seems yeah. a lot harder. Well, we were all yeah. about oral uh, testing our uh, oral coordination. Okay. okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Good training. That's right. I, I'm prepared now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, good times. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I think would be a lot of fun to do, and you and I have done this together, but I think with a, a larger group it would be fun, is guess the toy. So somebody's oh, yeah. blindfolded laying down on the bed, and other partners take turns taking different toys out of their own. You know, These are toys they should be familiar with, and then mm-hmm. using them on them. 
So if that's the case, if you're doing it with another couple, they need to bring toys with them, a selection. Their own toys, yes. yes they need way, to bring yeah. a selection. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're using your toys and they may or may not know what they are. Yeah. But, yeah. And then, you know, you That could, could be interesting, well, too. And you can also do, and this is sort of based on one of the things that uh, one of the games we'll talk about later. Um, you could go through the house and pick. Yeah. Everyday things, because um, I can tell you from being blindfolded and having to guess what an item is just because it's draped across your skin or moving across your skin is tough. And it's a great sort of sensual Mm -hmm. stimulator. Um, Like I'm thinking everything from a CD to um, to, you know, a wine bottle Mm -hmm. to a fork. I mean, and you can also play them in different ways because you can, you know, simply drag it across your partner's or whoever's skin, you know, somewhere, some part of their body. You can also kind of maybe lightly spank them or tap them with it. Like a hairbrush. Yeah, you can use it in some manner that may help them or may not help them guess what it is. So there's different ways you can play that as well. Yeah, and it just depends on whether you want to be a nice person or a more difficult person. Um, And also what they get if they get it right or what they get if they don't. If you get if they don't. Dumb, dumb. Or what they don't get if they don't. Yeah, I mean, it's um, that's a fun one. I like yeah. that one, too. And a lot of these games you can tailor you know, to your situation, who you're playing it with, what house rules you want to employ with them. And, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm a firm believer that you can pretty much take any game and make mm-hmm. it sexy. Naughty. Yeah, make naughty. it naughty. Naughty. Um, <laughs> you know, we, I remember, gosh, this has been years ago now, Scrabble came out with, um, uh, bear with me, folks, Scrabble came out with um, like this Scrabble books and Scrabble gardening and Scrabble cooking, mm-hmm. where um, if you used words that were related to, let's say, cooking, so you could use pan or onion or words like that, you got extra points. Well, why not do the same thing with sexy words with Scrabble, yeah. um, you know, it just, you know, it doesn't have to be the game, the end of the game, the the end game, I should say, doesn't have to be sex. It can be just making you aroused, just mm-hmm. building that anticipation and building the the excitement of, you know, we're gonna bang. <laughs> it reminds <laughs> me of that GIF. That's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I love it. It has, like, we're going to bang. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, do do we have, have Do we have another one? or um, the, Most of the other ones that I have listed over here are specifically for couples. Um, okay. Do you want to keep on with that? You mean, like, between couples? Like, just, no, just, okay. like, a single male right. and a single female, or a single male and a single male, a single female, okay. single female. Because like, a few... just two people, I should have said. Okay, because a few that I have are more for the bigger groups and things. Some of the ones that we've played at swinger parties, pub crawls, things like that. We can talk about some of those types of games. Yeah, let's let's move on to that. Um, Because, you know, the the listener who asked this, they just said icebreakers. And so the question is, you know, do you want, like, between a couple? Do you want between couples? Do you want in a larger group environment? So just trying to cover (laughs) bases here and cover a few different things. Um, Um, Yeah, I will say, if you have a party, one thing that would be fun to do, I've always wanted to do this. We've never actually done this. Um, We have friends who keep clothing just for this. Um, But there's something really fun about ripping the clothes off of your partner. Mm -hmm. So I would love to do like a party where we all, nobody actually gets undressed. It's everybody gets ripped out of their clothing um, because there's something really grr about that. Yeah. Um, so save your old clothing. Yeah, and so we have yeah. uh, we have friends that that's what they do. They yeah. save clothes. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw this away. It, it's no good anymore. But they save it so that, especially with her panties, because he really likes to rip her panties off mm-hmm. of her. Um, and there's something nice about that. And if, if this is something that you want to do, it's very easy to take scissors, clip a little, like in the collar of your, of your neck of your T-shirt, or clip the elastic of the, of the panties. It makes it a lot easier from the rip-off. Have you ever ripped the clothing off of a partner? Uh, on purpose or on accident? Both. Pick one to start with. Um, on purpose, no. I have accidentally ripped um, a guy's shirt off. Okay. Um, Got a little excited? I was very excited and <laughs> I about put my eye out with a button. <laughs> Safety first, ladies and gentlemen. Wear your goggles. Wear a helmet and goggles <laughs> whenever preparing for coitus. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I, we were, I don't even remember what happened, but we were getting really into it. And um, mm-hmm. I thought that it, admittedly, foolishly, I thought it was a snap shirt. Oh, right. So, because it looked like it. Um, mm-hmm. like one of those Western style snap shirts. Mm-hmm. So I just grabbed it and pulled and popped the top three buttons off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. angry. Well, fortunately buttons can be sewn back on. So that's, that's right. a good thing. Yeah. We found two of them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I choked on the third. <laughs> yeah. I choked on something. Anyway, <laughs> that's a different story. I had a partner who ripped my clothes off, uh, when I was a lot younger and, we were having sex in the car, and he just, you know, it was, and we talked about it beforehand. It was like that was a fantasy, and yeah. it was like we wanted to do that. And and so he did. He ripped my clothes off, ripped panties off, and it was kind of hot. What, did you go home with all your clothes in a garbage bag? No, I had extra clothes with oh, me. Oh, good, Because we had talked Sorry. about it beforehand. Fair enough. So we knew, like, yeah. Because me, the whole impromptu <laughs> thing is like, okay, well, I'm going to wear a hefty, hefty, <laughs> Hefty, hefty, hefty. No, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that, I mean, it does sound hot. We've actually yeah. never done that. No, we haven't. Yeah. I did have some clothes put away at one point to do that with, but... Did we give it to Goodwill? Yeah, eventually. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this isn't going to happen. We're just going to give it to Goodwill. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe it got ripped off of somebody else. Maybe. Here's Let, hoping. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, we should, we, yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one of the games that we played... At the first pub crawl we went to with C and D, swinging down under. Yep, swinging down under. If you don't listen under. to their podcast, listen to their podcast after you listen to ours. Uh, yeah. So the but the game we played there, the first time they had fake money, and so every couple got. Was it the couples or the guys? I think every guy. I think it was the guys. Yeah, who every got guy it. got X amount of dollars. They got a certain amount yeah. of of money. And the point was that you were supposed to, throughout the evening, you know, trade it to people for something. So maybe a kiss or a touch or a peak show or yeah. a something. Yeah. And so you're supposed to get something out of it and, and trade it, you know, pay a little bit at a time for each of these little bits. And then whoever ended up with the most money at the end of the night won a prize. Yeah. That was, that was the theory. I, I'll never forget that, though, within the first 10 minutes. It wasn't even 10 minutes of us being there. It wasn't that long. You had <laughs> all of Dee's money, all of Mr. Belay's money, and all of my money. Yeah. I mean, it was just like... Yeah. Well, because Mr... So I got your money pretty easily, and then uh, Mr. Belay gave me all of his money for services to be rendered later in the evening, and then... Well, you guys were going to go to the bathroom. Yes. I forget why we didn't, but we decided to delay it till later in the evening when we weren't in a bar. Um, And then Dee comes up, and he was like... Where did your money go? What? And he kind of, because we didn't really know them at this point. Yeah, this was our first meeting. Yeah, them. and so he was trying to piece together why Mr. Belay gave me all of his money for not really anything yet. And then finally he was like, well, here, take my money because I want to see what happens. <laughs> it was just great. It was so, that was and so If it's funny. that good, I want it to happen to me. Wasn't, so, yeah. wasn't that the same pub crawl that the second bar we went to, you ended up taking one of the guys to the bathroom? Yes. For all of his money as well? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it just... It's called negotiating people. <laughs> <laughs> and men are terrible at it. It was just, I'll never forget. It's like within, again, within 10 minutes, you had all three of our monies. And then when we were at the second bar, yeah. you looked at the, the one fella and you went. I don't think it was quite all of his money. It was whatever he had yeah, left. Yeah, you went, so, I'll, yeah. Uh, I'll take you to the bathroom. And I think you offered him oral or something um, mm-hmm. for the rest of your money. And he goes, I don't believe you. And, he, and you went, yeah. He goes, into the bathroom. You went, Yeah. And so you guys left and mm-hmm. and were gone for a while. And the best part about that is that fucking bar only had one bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so when you guys left, there was this line. It was a small place, yeah. It was but great. we were also the only group in there, Fair which enough. was fortunate. That's, that's so true. at least everybody who might be waiting knew, knew what, what was, was going yeah, on. As soon as you guys left the bathroom. Why? Yeah. It was, oh, it was so funny. My God, that was great. That was a fun one. I actually really liked that That was one. a good pub, pub crawl. Yeah. Well done, C&D. We miss you and your pub crawls. Yeah. And we're too lazy to do our own. Maybe yeah. we should do one. That'd be fun. Um, if you guys live yeah. in Sydney and think that we should do a pub crawl, please message us and we'll consider it. Um, 
Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. They- the, the last one, the last pub crawl we did, or I guess it wasn't a pub crawl. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. But it was just a, a meetup at the bar um, with the envelopes. Oh, do you that, want to talk, talk about that one? Yeah, that was really well done as well. Um, so when we got there, we were given a number, and mm-hmm. this this is your number. When we're, let's as say a couple, we're, as a couple, we yeah. were let's say number eleven, um, and then. The later on into the night, about you know, about 30 45 minutes into once everybody was there and settled and had a drink, um, we were given an envelope that had another number, a different number on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were told, You have to find the couple whose number matches this envelope. And I loved that, I thought that was a lot of fun because you'd walk up to a couple and go, Hey, what's your number? And then, of course, you end up talking to them, and and you know, there you always have the couples that are like, What's your number? I'm looking for 11. Bah. What's your number? I'm looking for 11. Bah. You know, you always have those couples. But most people, you know, it was a good way to say, hey, what's your number? Oh, you know, how many people have you talked to? And blah, blah. And then. And you you get chatting for a bit. Yeah. And you start chatting for a little while. Um, But that was really a great. And what I think works really well with that is that the envelopes didn't come out and you didn't know who you were looking for until about halfway through. We even had forgotten that we had original numbers. Yeah. But I think that was important because it's easy to, you know, go into these things and you kind of start talking to one or two or however many couples, but you kind of then get stuck for a bit. And it can be hard unless you force yourself to move and to mingle a bit more. Because it's comfortable. Right. And so... This, when you pull it out halfway through, it then forces people to get back out and kind of mingle a bit more so you don't get stuck in that, okay, now I'm going to talk to these people for the rest of the night kind of scenario. So I think that worked really well with it. I really enjoyed that. That was a a good plan. Yeah. Anytime in big groups like that that you can get people mingling and... Moving around. Yeah. Yeah. That really works well. Because like you said, it's it's happened to us a million times. It's so easy to, and sometimes I feel guilty because we'll go to either, let's say, at uh, our secret spot, you know, Mm -hmm. we'll we'll talk to a couple and we have no intentions of playing with anybody that night. We're just there to be social or we're there just to play with each other. And we end up talking to a couple that we're like, oh my God, you guys are fascinating. You're really interesting. We talk and talk and talk and we never talk to anyone else. Right. And I sometimes feel guilty because I'm like, oh, well, we monopolized all your time and we're not going to play tonight. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, different, different. Or there could be interesting people, you know, in another that we're room. That completely missing. And that we completely missed. And yeah. it's like, oh, we never made it up over there. And, you know, so yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the other things, a really common one, is there's a fair number of card games out there that you can play that it prompt you to do sort of like the naughty Jenga prompt you to do certain actions with people. And we've had a uh, swinger couple friends that we've played some of these card games with, and some of them are more tame than others. So <laughs> if you're going to pull out one of the, the card decks, make sure it's either tame or not tame, depending on who you're with and what you want. Yes. Know your audience. I yes. think that's important, you know, and I know, um, I call them out again because they're such lovely people. C and D, um, are they? They love their their card games, and they have some fucking awesome card games. Um, I don't know the names. I don't know Sorry. the names. If we you can, if you want to know them, talk to C and D. Yeah, or we can reach out and find <laughs> out from them. They've or, posted yeah. pictures before, and I know mm-hmm. they've talked about it on their podcast a bit as well. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it is it's important, and, and that b- both of them would are, are the first to say you have to know your audience because mm-hmm. some of those card games go straight to anal. <laughs> like, like, yeah. You, like, <laughs> wow. It's like I just met you and. Anal. <laughs> it seems right. Yeah, that seems a bit uh, much. Yeah, uh, there's also several games out there that you can pick up at like adult shops, uh, board game types of things. How many of those have you played? 
I have only played two of those. And one of them was the spinner kind. So, you know, you have to, like, flick the little spinner yeah, yeah, to yeah, go yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah. The problem with that is that I, I don't know if it's just random chance or what, but how many times it lands on a line is kind of annoying. <laughs> so then you have to spin again, and, you know, that just, it gets annoying. Um, but admittedly, one of the ones that I played, um, I played it first with, you know, my, my partner and I. And it was good. It was, you know, sort of to spice things up and whatever. It was good. It was fair. But it also seemed kind of juvenile at times, which is the problem with some of those. You kind of really have to Well, I think a lot of them are sort of built for very vanilla. Right. You know, they are, are, I think, built for people who are just trying to add spice or or interest to their relationship. And I think, you know... If you're using them with a threesome or foursome or moresome, you can adapt them to work with bigger groups than just a couple. Um, so it's you know just take the game and adapt it as you can, but also again know your audience and and if it's going to be too vanilla, then maybe it's not the right one. Um, and again, as with any of the games, I still think time limits are a really good thing to put with some of the actions because yes. it, it means that you don't start the game. And say in the case of one of the the card decks, you don't go straight to anal and, well, there's the game over, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. So I, I do think the time time limits are good because they do kind of create that little bit of a tease, that build up. Yeah. But keeps the game going if you want it to keep going. I if it's still agree. early in the night, then you don't have to just go straight to the bedroom then. Yeah, I completely um, agree. Have you ever played any of the board games like that? Look, I think... Uh, First partner and I played one of those games, but I, I don't remember anything. I mean, of course, we had the the sexy dice that you can buy, and you know, usually that made it through one or two rolls. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't. But again, we didn't have a time for time limit, which I right. think that's. I am all about the time limits. I know we, yeah. we. I feel like we're sort of really kind of banging that nail on the head, but um, yeah, it's. I think that really helps. Speaking of uh, banging the nail on the head. Oh, boy. (laughs) So this is a game that I have not seen played. I've only heard about it. Um, We're going to have to have a party. It sounds kind of awesome for a big group of people. I would say this, my guess would be eight or more. So I think it would work really great at a swingers club or someplace like that or a big house party or something. Um, But basically it was, it was, uh, what was it called? Um, oh, everybody gets screwed. How can I forget that one? <laughs> but it's, it's everybody gets screwed. So basically what happens is somebody goes to the hardware store, they get a bunch of nuts and bolts of different sizes, and when the couples come in, the guy gets a bolt, and the female gets a nut, and just kind of randomly they're handed out. And so you have to walk around the room and, again, talk to people so it gets you mingling. And you have to see if your nut and bolt match up or not. And if they match up, you go to the foreman, whoever's in charge. You go to the foreman, they check, write it down, and then that goes on for some amount of time. And then whoever has found the most matches wins some prize or another, hopefully a sexual favor of some sort. Um, but it's, that one sounds like a lot of fun because again, it's, it's getting people mingling. There's an action, there's communication between people and, but yet there's still a little bit of purpose to it. Yeah. So I really like the idea of that one, but we've never played that one. I agree. That one sounds fun. Somehow we need to have that happen at uh, OSS. Yeah. Or we just have a big party. Or we have a party here. Yeah. And do that. I keep saying we need to have a party here. Yeah. And that, Yeah. Because I'm thinking that would work well. Some of our couple friends know each other and some don't, but in that kind of a game, it gets people mingling and talking, so you don't necessarily have to know everybody exactly at first. Um, yeah. I think that could be fun. I think that one would be a lot of fun. But I do want to go back to kind of moving away from... Are there any more like swinger club ones that you can think of? No, I, not that I can think of. You know, I know we've... I'm sure there are, but off the top of my head, no. Because I know, like at OSS, they do have a Twister. Twister, of course. That, uh, yeah. that came out. I've seen it only out once, yeah. but I'm sure it's been out more than that. But Naked but, Twister, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fun, but it's a bit cliche. Yes. 
I don't think anybody actually enjoys playing Twister. I used to. Not anymore. I don't think anybody... I'm not that flexible anymore. I don't anymore. think any adults actually <laughs> Yeah, enjoy. I was going to say I'm not that flexible anymore. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Um, but I do want to go back to one of the games that has kind of helped us... I would say when we look at some of these games, and the reason why we keep mentioning time limits, it's the one that introduced yeah. us to time limits. And and some of the kind of rules that were in this game, we've applied to other games or guidelines, I would say. And yeah. I think it has really helped drag some of those out, make them a little more fun and a little more interactive as well. Um, but that game was one we got off of Kickstarter a while ago, but it was uh, Bedroom Battle. Yeah. And it's meant for a couple. Um, you can probably adapt it for a threesome or multiple couples. I think so, yeah. I don't think it would be difficult to do that. You might need another deck. You might need two decks. That would be the only thing, yeah. because otherwise you're going to run out of cards pretty quickly. Um, but that was that's a really, really fun game. I'll let you describe how it goes. Um, so basically each... You've got you've got different characters that have different sex appeal types. So you might have uh, a masseuse, and her base sex appeal is three. Or you might have a lifeguard, uh, and his base sex appeal is five. And then so the, what happens is during the turns, um, I'm either trying to make my character sexier or my opponent's opponent or opponent's character uh, less sexy. Um, after the end of all the rounds, once you're out. You total up whoever is sexiest, and that person wins the wins the prize or wins the the that round. Um, and the rounds are divided, and they have these really great um, reward systems. So when you win a round, you get one of the one of the cards. Um, and there's different levels. I don't remember all the different levels. It's like mild, hot, and wild, whatever. Um, but so. For instance, this is one of the hot rewards, and you get to select, if you win your round, you get to select one of these three. Showtime. Your opponent will give you a lap dance while stripping naked. Or, invent a new sex position and try it out for three minutes, but no climaxing is allowed. Or, take your opponent's hand and show them how you want to be touched down there. So it's this really great kind of way to um, both explore yourself, explore your partner. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, I've, we both really, I, I yeah. think this is a great game. Um, anybody who's interested in this game, it's by a company called Tingle Touch. Um, their website is www.tingle, T-I-N-G-L-E, touch, T-O-U-C-H.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've got... They've got some really quality stuff. Um, and what's really interesting is so recently, and by recently, I think it was yesterday or the day before, in fact, um, Cooper Beckett tweeted um, at them. So their, their, the box lid says, it doesn't matter if you're straight, gay, or lesbian, everyone can play. And Cooper said, what if you're bi? Can buy people not play, and so mm-hmm. you know you got a whole bunch of people that says buy and can't play, and they immediately responded said we fixed it, we will fix this. It it will now say buy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I love that. It's like yeah. they're completely inclusive, they're completely accepting, and that is for me something that's really important for a company like this. Mm-hmm. Is like it doesn't matter what your sex is, what your gen, what your um, sexual attraction is, or what your gender is. Um, this is a game for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also have some other games that look awesome. They have a game, um, it's called, uh, where'd it go? Luck and Love. It's basically Yahtzee. Oh my goodness. But if you get like something, each one yeah. that you earn, get earns you a special something. Um, a, a, a favor. Yeah. A, a treat, yeah. Which I think that's kind of cool as yeah. well. I was like, oh, that's a fun game. Um, and then they've got another one, Dare Duel. But they've also got two for your phones. Um, So they've got one called Connect 4 Play, which is based off Connect 4. Uh Once you get three fetish coins or four fetish coins, you get something. You know, and so that's kind of cool. Interesting. We'll have to check that out. And they've got another one that I'm really tempted to download called Dare Maker. And so the way it works, which I think this looks great, and I think this would be perfect for groups Mm -hmm. because you just pass the phone around. Um you build a sexy dare. So let's say you've got, um, you know, 
this person gets to play with. Uh, so in this case, in the in the example, they've got David play with, and then David gets to choose one of these four: Emma's body, Emma's bottom, Emma's privates, Emma's nipples, and then he passes the phone to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then it'll then say, David, play with Emma's privates, because he chose Emma's privates. Um, and the other person gets to select using a vibrator, using an object of her choice, using an ice cube, or using your tongue. And then you've got a time limit. And it's okay. built into the game. And like that's really kind of yeah. cool to build these like sexy dares and sexy challenges mm-hmm. that you then have to do. And I think that that would be fun in a larger group, four to six, yeah. um, where you've got you select who. I think six would be a good number. You can even for say that. player one, player two, or right. player A and player B. And then before you start, you say, okay, you are player A and you're player B, and we're going to build the challenge for you. And again, that's a good way the player A and B, if. You know, people are, and people in the group are newer to each other, and they're maybe not quite as comfortable. Yeah. So that way, you can pick people who either either partners or they know each other. You know, you can kind of do it based on that, but yet everybody gets to enjoy it and be part of that experience just from watching, even if they're not participating. Yeah, and I so. think that's kind of fun. And we've got yeah. a date coming up on Monday night uh-huh. that I think I'm going to download this game and that we're going to play. That could be fun. It, it'll be yeah. just three of us, but I think that'll be a fun yeah. game to sort of... And it, But it, it arguably, and I know we've talked about... I know I've already, I guess, realized that this this podcast is no longer really around icebreakers. It's just about sexy games, yeah. the games people play. Um, and I think this would be a fun one to play. True. But also, at the same time, the, the depth and how you tailor the game can yeah. be icebreaker or not, depending yeah. on how you do it. And I think that's a fair point to keep in mind is, is always know your audience, know who you're playing with, you know, how familiar are you with them, they with you, how comfortable is everyone, and don't push people past their limits. No, gosh, So no. definitely keep that in mind when you're Just like everything else, no means do. no. Yeah. And it's, if you don't want to do something, you're allowed to... You're allowed to say no. You're pl- allowed to play yeah. a red flag and say, I don't want to do it. Right, right. And use your imagination. You know, you can even, if you have several, if you have people over to your house, and again, this works with a slightly larger group, I would say four to six at least, um... But if you want to, when everybody comes in, write down the color of their underwear or something that you can't see right away, or maybe what they had for breakfast or something like that. And then, you know, at some point you go through and you have to guess who had what. And then if you guess right, you get some favor. If you guess wrong, you don't or you have to do something or whatever. So you can make up different games depending on, you know, just use your imagination. Well, that you just made me think of, I think something would be fun to do is to make up cards of of things like that. So let's say we have eight people over for a house party. Mm -hmm. um, And everybody gets a card. And it's on the card, it says, um, find somebody who has had sex on the beach. Oh, yeah. And you have to write down somebody's name. You're only allowed to use each person's name one. You've got eight things on your okay. on your card, if they're one for each person. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't reuse people. And you might have somebody who's had sex under the stars or somebody who's had sex, you know, or, you know, something like that. Right. More than ten partners. <laughs> uh, but things like, just things like that. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of... It's interesting because, again, it infor- it forces you to uh, have conversations with people. Uh, yeah, and I was going to say that's good because not only do you get to use your imagination and, and see what you think people might have done if you don't actually know the answer, but it does really encourage that conversation And because inevitably what happens then is, oh, you did this or da-da-da, tell me about it or let's talk about this or yeah. what did you like about it or, oh, didn't that suck or, yeah. you know. I've done that before too. Yeah. Oh, you know, how did you get around that? <laughs> Yeah. Like, sex on the beach, it sounds so romantic, but let me tell you, if vaginas should not be exfoliated from the inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, another thing I think is a great game as an as a icebreaker for large people who have never met is I Never. Oh, yeah. I think I Never is a great game. I, I, I don't think it's played nearly enough as adults. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it doesn't have to be always sexy. You can do things that aren't necessarily, you know, I've never ridden a motorcycle. Right. And but again it, it the the point is you you get people to um to talk. To talk. Yeah. And um I'm assuming everybody knows how I never goes. Yeah, you might run through it just okay, in case. Okay, so yeah. the the long and short of it is everybody has a drink, uh or some kind of alcoholic beverage, and then you state, um, never have I ever and then something that you've never done. So for me it would be never have I ever ridden a motorcycle. And then everybody in the group who has actually ridden a motorcycle have to take a drink. Yeah. And then 
without fail, you end up going, oh, my God, you ride motorcycles? And, you yeah. know, you have these bonds that are made over either things that people have done or haven't mm-hmm. done or, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. Yeah. Um, and if you say something that no one else has done mm-hmm. in the group, then you have to drink. Right. So if, if nobody in my circle had ridden a motorcycle, then I would have to take a drink. But that's a fair point, too, is it doesn't necessarily have to be sex-related. No. Because the point is just to get people talking and to make that connection between people and, you know, somehow find a way to bridge that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... We're going to have a little bit of a segue here. Uh-oh. Segue. <laughs> so I have one more. I couldn't find how to deliver the segue here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Listen, people, the struggle is real. <laughs> the struggle is real. Um, Amazon's Echo Dot is, she's going to kill me. She's really good. She's going to be the death of me. But she also thinks we're talking to her a lot, and we aren't. You know, she's <laughs> she's kind of an egocentrist. Um, she's like, oh, you're always talking to me. Hmm. Yeah, I don't even know how she thinks her name is said. Her name didn't even come up. No. Ugh. Anyway. All right, moving on. <laughs> so there's one more sexy game that uh, you can play, and this one's kind of fun, especially if you really know the other person, couple, whoever you're playing it with. And that's going to then lead into our question of the week. Oh, I didn't even know we had a question of the week. We do. Excellent. It's, awesome. it's not necessarily a sexy one, but it's a very, very important one. Okay. All right. Now I'm scared. So the last game is, and this kind of goes back to the whole strip poker, strip blackjack, whatever. Um, but you can play a game, let's say a video game. Oh, yes. I know, I know what this is <laughs> So now. you play a video game, <laughs> and you are, I would say there's one person who's not playing out of the group. Okay. And that person then has to try and distract all the players. So in this particular case, we had some friends over, and we were playing Nintendo. Mario Kart, to be specific. Badass. Yeah. And so we're playing. And so we had this idea. We're like, hey, one of us can get up and either just like flash your boobs, try to kiss or nuzzle on people, try to distract them as much as possible while they're trying to play the game. Remember, folks, it's not about winning. It's about having fun and getting sexy times. Except that we're all competitive and we all really (laughs) want to win. And so, you know, it is, you know, how distracting is that when somebody's, you know, showing you their boobs or whatever? I could ignore all the boobs and penises <laughs> eternally to win Mario Just Kart. Just to win, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we also talked about doing strip Mario Kart. So uh-huh. you, yep. you've got four people um, who are fully clothed, and you start making races. The person who comes in last of the four uh-huh. has to lose an item of clothing. Which kind of goes in line with Mario Kart, because whoever's in the back, if you're in the back of the pack then you get all the cool toys. That's true. You don't get the cool toys if you're in the front. That's, that's... That. So, But know. arguably, the if you're always coming in last, we're getting to see your cool toys. Well, yeah, and then somebody's going to come play with them, so that's win-win. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's, that's great. If you think I'm going to sit there naked in the end and nobody's going to play with me, there's a problem. <laughs> I don't think that would ever be an issue. God love you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Strip Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah. Or game of choice, but or video yeah. game of choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody's out there going to send us a letter. Like we tried to do strip Mass Effect, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't work. God damn it! <laughs> yes. So choose right. your game wisely. Choose your game wisely. That's right. Strip Legend of Zelda. <laughs> That's um, awesome. So. All right. Question of the week. Are you we ready have a for question. It? Oh yeah. Shoot. Yes. All right. So this came up because I'm, I'm not sure how it's happening. Um, maybe it's the universe telling us we need to, to change our lifestyle. But somehow we've met a fair number of vegans lately. <laughs> I was just about to say, fuck you, universe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we've met a fair number of vegans. And, and the question came up when we're looking at, you know, cooking food or eating stuff, whatever. Like, what can you have? What can you not have? Substitutes. How are you going to make this if you don't have eggs or whatever? Well, then somehow along the line, we discovered that not all wines are vegan. That's true. And so then it became a question of, oh, crap, what wines do we have that are vegan that we can serve these people? And then, you know, what how well labeled are they and this whole whatever. And then we got into this whole debate as to wine versus bacon. If you had to give up (laughs) one, 
for the rest of your life, wine or bacon? I had no idea where this is fucking going. I'm like, I'm trying to follow this logic. And this isn't the question of the week. This is the question that you just happened to pop in your head. This was the question. We debated this for quite a while with some friends. Yeah. And it was, it was bacon or wine. Which would you give up if you had to give one up? I just, I just, I can't. <laughs> I refuse to answer this question. So if you don't give one up, you die. You have to give one up. Or would you choose death? Okay. That's... (laughs) I mean, life without bacon and life without wine Uh is basically death. Uh Um, Okay, look. This is the thing. (laughs) On one hand, I don't eat bacon every day. Uh But... I'd probably drink wine five to six days a week. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, bacon. <laughs> and there are plenty of other alcohols I can consume. There's bourbon and beer and gin, etc. Fair enough. But bacon. I know. I. And crispy American bacon. I would give up wine. Would you really? Yeah, because I'd drink beer. I'd be fat as fuck <laughs> because beer has a lot more calories. But I would drink beer. Okay. And beer's a lot more expensive. Yeah. So I'd be poor, fat, and rolling in bacon, <laughs> which, is, which would then lead to my imminent heart disease uh-huh. uh, and my death. <laughs> so what? BFD. I'm dying either way. All right. And you? I would have, it's a tough call. It really is. Because, I mean, like you said, wine, bake, I mean, they're both, they, they make my world go round. Yeah. Um, but I would have to say bacon. Just because I don't eat it all the time. I drink wine more frequently than I eat bacon. We had two bottles of wine and in the last hour and a half. It's been more than an hour and a half. But yeah, but yeah, it's and there's such variety with wine as well. But then you're missing out on a lot of different flavors and yeah, just different experiences. And I would have to say I'd give up bacon. Yeah. But fortunately, there is vegan wine, so that's a good thing. Yes. So uh, for those people out there scratching their heads that are going, "How the fuck can something made <laughs> of grapes and fucking water and yeast be be not vegan?" Yeah. Um, so. Typically, most commonly, white wines uh, have a fining agent added to them. And that fining agent um, is usually either a fish protein or um, a milk solid or an um, uh, egg, egg albumin, protein. Yeah. Uh, egg protein. And what happens is these proteins um, prevent cloudiness in the wine. So the longer the wine shelves, yeah. yes, it, it, it doesn't cloud up and it's nice and clear. Um, so that's where the non-vegan yeah. wines come in. So typically white wines, most red wines are safe, um, but that is not the case uh, for all of them. Yeah. And worst even is that um, the labels, they don't actually label it. Because I don't think, I, my guess is most vineyards don't actually think about this. Yeah. Um, well, they don't, and, and it's not required, so they no. don't have to. So yeah. just if if you are vegan or are spending time with vegan friends, just take a look at that. So yeah. some wines are are vegan, but not all wines yeah. are vegan. So we've we've learned a lot lately about all of this. God, what is up but with sexy was, vegans? I know, but that was kind of disappointing to find out about the wine. It was one of those wait. What? Oh my god! I thought you were just going to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were just going to say it was kind of disappointing to find out if they were vegan. <laughs> I thought that's where. No. You, I thought that's where you were going. I don't care about that. No, I know. <laughs> Um, I am. I've They're learned, still sexy. That's I what have, I care about. I have learned that vegans are fucking hot as hell. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you may not ride a horse, but by God, you can ride me. <laughs> 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 yeah. I love it. Nay. <laughs> All right. So there, there you go. Um, the less than sexy podcast yeah. in which we discuss vegan wine and uh-huh. bacon. <laughs> What an odd discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so if um, if you have the games that you play and you like to play or you've played in uh, swingers clubs uh, as icebreakers or even as more in- intense games, um, love to hear about them. That'd be kind of awesome. Um, you can email us at theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can um, send us a tweet 
we are at By the By Podcast and on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash By the By Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love to hear from y'all. And um, yeah, so anything else you want to add in the, no. in the waning moments of vegan wine, bacon, and sex toys? No. Nope. Sex games? No. Nope. Yeah. All right. I'm good. We'll see you next time. 